condolences out to the families that are undergoing this gun violence and i definitely um i i really want to say a prayer to these families because yeah i, I say prayers on this podcast and, and i'm sorry if that's <laughs> against some of y'all religion i'm really not sorry but i love my god i love my jesus and i feel like that's really all we need right now is is god to come down and 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 bless these families because Taking God out of the equation is probably why everyone is depressed and everyone has all these mental illnesses and they feel like they have to resort to gun violence. So um, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say any names or anything like that. I just want to send all my condolences out to them. And I just want to, you know, just uh, ask my Heavenly Father, could you just please give this family strength, give them the strength that they need to move forward, Lord God. Just let them know that you make no mistakes and that everything is done by your will. I just hope that they can find the, the good and, and not grieve so much because that grief will definitely get them in a dark place and we don't want that, Lord God. So we just please ask you to touch their hearts and just give them the strength that they need to get through this hard time, Lord God. We know that this is something that you are trying to wake us up. We know that you're trying to wake us up and, and, and let us join together so that we all can become that perfect community that we need to be in order to help each other grow, Lord God. So please continue to do the work. We're going to continue to have the faith and we're going to continue to to hold on to your unchanging hand, Lord God. So we just thank you so much for your grace and your glory. And um, we just appreciate everything that you've done for us thus far, God. And I just hope, I just hope that one day we all can join together and we can come to that, that understanding that we all need each other. Okay. We all need each other. That's, that's the only reason why I have this platform is to open everybody's eyes to see that we do need each other. Okay. So in Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Lord. It's done, baby. We're we going to definitely come together one day. And I can just do what I can do. You know what I'm saying? I can just take the baby steps and use my platform to try to inspire somebody. And like I told y'all, it starts with the queendom. It starts with the queendom. It starts with us queens. We're the ones that are raising the men. We're the ones that are raising the young ladies. So we have to raise them to have self-respect and, you know what I'm saying, that self-love. And raise them up to to be in their purpose, because these the people out here that's doing the shootings are people that are lost. They don't know their purpose. 
they nobody actually loved them or nobody actually cultivated what they should be doing in life. So we that's what we need to do nowadays. Instead of trying to raise our kids up to be thugs and, and thinking that's cool, trying to raise them up to be like the media or the rappers and stuff like that. No, we have to raise them up to have more self-respect. So with that being said, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Um, and I just want to go ahead and acknowledge my sponsors in the beginning of the segment, which my first sponsor is my my God, who has definitely been getting me through this. Any little hiccup or kink that I have every time, baby, my God get me through it, honey. Do you understand me? So um, he's keeping me going. He's keeping me focused. And I love you. I love you, God. Thank you so much, Father. And of course, myself. I'm my number one sponsor because I do all this. I don't be worried about nobody cash up. I do this on my own. Y'all don't be dropping nothing in my cash up. I got to do this by myself. So, <laughs> so it's all good. If anybody want to help you clean out, I'm telling you, I'm going to still grow and progress, but I definitely still need those cash ups. You know what I'm saying? Because I do want to get better and I want to, um, I really want to get my songs pre like recorded really, really nice in like a nice studio and stuff like that. But I don't have all that money to do live. So we're going to definitely acknowledge Kia Poo Studios, who is going to be attending later uh, on the show to talk about her business. Because, baby, like I said, she did do the No Distractions movement. She made the No Distractions shirt. So those are still on sale, guys. $25. Lon, anywho, let's see if he's ready to come on in here. Let's see. Give me one second, guys, because I got to, um, let's see. Oh, there you go. All right, give me one second. I'm going to bring him on in here. Admit. That is so cool. Yes, period. I'm all professional. What's up, your son? Oh, but, well, you were there for a second. Now you're gone. Hold on. Okay. What happened here? We're going to have to get him back, guys. Hold that thought, sees, because we got some riveting topics and some riveting questions that I want to get through to you. Your son, can you uh, send me another invite, sees? Invite. Oh, there we go. All right. Let me see. I might have to kick here, huh? Okay. We good? All right. It's not. It's keep saying restart studio. Mm. That's not cool. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. We good. I can't hear you. It's saying audio failure. The microphone speaker stopped working. Oh, uh... oh shit. Okay, so. Uh, Kia, drop off for a second. Mm. That's weird. Of course, you know, good old queen got to have some technical difficulties, but that's okay. We're going to work through these kinks. Small thing to a giant, baby. We finna get this going. The devil not finna stop this. The devil is not finna stop this. Okay, there we go. Let me see. Can you hear me now? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you now. Period. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. So we in there. Okay, I'm looking at everybody's comments now. All right. So, yeah, thank you so much, your son, for joining us. Thank you so much. I appreciate oh. that. Hey, thank you for having me on here. It's a pleasure. Oh, absolutely. I always be looking at your post and I'm like, man, this is a smart guy. And I just found out you're 28, like, which shocked me because I thought you was my age, which is 29. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I'm definitely happy to have like just your wisdom and, it, you know, you have that male perspective as far as like why we're divided or whatever. But um, 
go ahead and introduce your platforms first. Like, tell us your Facebook and Instagram. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Deontay Jackson, D-E-O-N-T-E, last name Jackson. Period. Or you can find me at uh, Don Jocelyn, Don Yasun, D-O-N-Y-A-H-S-U-N. Okay. Oh, right. you can just hit me up. You can call my phone, pull up on me. <laughs> I'm really more of an in-person person. I love that. I gotta, I'm really in the process of rebranding right now. So okay. you've been following me on those pages or getting in contact with me if you want to see what I got going on. Yeah, tell us what you got going on. What are you rebranding right now? Uh, just I used to do, I had a business called Nature's Kitchen, mm. which I sold vegan plates for about two years. I used to do pop-up shops. Okay. Uh, go to different events to be a vendor. Nice. And, uh, no, it was real great. It was on a good track, but uh, it really wasn't what I wanted to do long term. I was supposed to do it exactly how long I did it. Mm -hmm. It was great. So now I'm in the process of uh, doing a lot more farming. We uh, we are what they label as urban gardeners or urban farmers. Okay. So I'm doing it at my own house first so I can learn all the ins and outs. I can learn what we like to grow, what grows good in this area. And uh, eventually, we want to help other people in our community get their own gardens. Because, you know, it's a food. It's really a food desert out here. They shut down that neighborhood of Walmart, what was it, like a year ago, a year or two ago? Really? So, like, within the Eastdale area, it's really no fresh produce we can get. You know, we got the family dollars. You know, we got the uh, Save-A-Lot, but that's through the tunnel. Right. Then we got the big Walmart that's down on Brainerd Road, but we don't really have nothing within our community. Right. So, like, that's what I'm... That's what I'm really working on, finding ways to get more fresh, organic produce in our neighborhoods. I love that because I'm definitely wanting to start a garden and I just don't know where to start. So somebody like you would be a perfect, you know, person I can pick the brain and just be like, where do I start? Like, how do I even keep it going and all that stuff? Because I, I need that. And I feel like our community definitely needs that. And that'll keep yeah, our right. children busy as well. That's something we can teach our kids, right? You do that with your children? That's right. Yeah, they love it, man. My son be out there. He uh, he be digging the holes and putting the fertilizer in, the compost in. My oh. daughter, she helps too, but she kind of a diva, so she'll do it a little bit. <laughs> she about it. And then my youngest daughter, she we got to keep her from eating the plants. She be trying to pull them up and everything. them but nine months. Oh. They all love it. You know, they all they've been right there with us on the whole process. I love that. Like I said, I love your family dynamic. Like it's amazing. And I, and it's pretty much goals. Like how I would want my family to be is exactly that you're raising them to, to actually go out there and garden and do things and be a part of what you got going on. So that's great. They're not sitting in front of the TV or anything like that, getting their minds, you know, twisted and confused. You are actually teaching them things. So that's perfect. Yeah. I love that. We're trying to get better on that too because they got tablets and they be on their yeah. kids. Even their kids' YouTube, they be stuff when I look at it sometimes. I'm like, that ain't even cool either. Okay. So I'm trying to get even more, you know, we trying to get more specific about what we let them watch and really just doing no activities with them. So mm -hmm. it's way less screen time because that screen is like an energy in its own. You know, that's like the sun. It is. With all that light being emitted and like, you be trying to talk to them, they won't even listen to you sometimes because they be so tuned into that screen. So absolutely, to, uh, we understand it's a new day and age, and we gotta understand technology. But we're still trying to make sure they get that balance at the same time. I love it, absolutely. And and you know what they did used to tell me at the doctors that um, more than I think they were like more than three hours of screen time is is enough 
for kids. So they should, yeah. yeah, they shouldn't be having any more than three hours. I was straight off like, man, my son be having about eight, 10 hours. <laughs> I was like, but but I saw that I have to break them away from that. I got to teach, teach them how to do other things. You know what I mean? And keep their mind focused on other stuff. So we'll read, you know what I'm saying? I got a Bible book that we'll read or shoot, we'll just go outside and do something, go outside and play kickball, anything. You know what I mean? Just make up stuff. Yeah, kids, right. kids easy. You know what I'm saying? You can get a little ball outside and just throw it back and forth. Like kids are easy. Well, not kids. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, they, they easy. We complicated. Yeah. We got to get on this level sometimes. We do. It'd be us too. It'd be us having to put down the phones and put down things that we don't got addicted to. Amen. And we can spend that time they need because they really just copy off us. Mm-hmm. They'd be like the best of us and the worst of us. <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, and it's it's like it's personified. Sometimes the worst is like it's like over sensationalized. You can see your worst <laughs> trait in your child, and it's over sensationalized. It's like, man, right. come on now. I definitely understand what you're saying, but I do have a question for our viewers as well as you. Um, do you feel mm-hmm. like we have been divided more by race? or by gender? Do you feel like the division is more so by race or by gender and within the community? Not not outside, not with the white folks, <laughs> within us. That question was for me. Yes. And then the viewers are also uh, going to answer that too. If y'all go ahead and give me y'all comments. Do y'all feel like we're divided more so by race or gender? I would say uh, I hate to do this, but I would say both. Yeah. You know, I would say is really race and gender. I say more so, I ain't gonna say more so, but today is definitely gender too. There's a lot of gender wars going on. Oh my God. <clears throat> oh my God. I would answer yeah. that by gender. Yeah, I feel like they, I feel like society has made it to where women don't need men. You know what I'm saying? Huh? Can you hear me? I'm sorry, somebody was calling. Oh, okay, no problem. Yeah, I, I I agree with the the gender. Yeah, because it's society has made it to where women are more independent and don't need men. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I know. Uh, like we gotta. That's true. Like the uh, social norms and change, gender roles and change. So like mm-hmm. we got to get back to the basis of just loving each other and understanding things might look different. It ain't gonna look like it did in Kemet and Sumeria or shit even pre-slavery. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Things gonna change. So like. I think we still gotta have that common love, not just for ourselves, but really for God. Amen. Like a lot of the stuff that we're missing out is because we done we done took God out of our lives. Amen. You know, once we put God back in and we understand order, I think it shouldn't matter. Men shouldn't trip on if they woman making more money, and women shouldn't trip that they man might not be making as much money as them. Mm-hmm. You know, they still gotta show the same respect, and that man still gotta show that woman the same respect. Some of the stuff our ancestors did, it wasn't 100 either. That was just stuff. They were just copying off the things they might have seen they white oppressors doing. So like, we just really got to re-educate ourselves. And it, it gotta be, the core got to be love in order for anything to work. I wholeheartedly agree. Yes, you definitely spoke a word on that one. Love has definitely been taken out of the equation to where it's, it's materialistic now. If you don't have this and you don't have that, then I don't love you. That's ridiculous. Right. Like, I really feel that division with us. And that's how they they actually divided us as a race, by putting materialistic things in our place. Because I promise you, white people really don't be caring about the stuff that we care about. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like yeah. they know what we care about. So they're they going to feed into that. They gonna It's supply and demand. They're going to feed into that. And we're going to hone in on it. We're going we gonna to eat it up. 
and and that divides us. So now you don't got Jordans. So I ain't gonna be cool with you because you ain't got Jordans. I ain't gonna love you because your shoes dirty. But this could be the smartest man in the world out there gardening all day. From you know what I'm saying? This is some that somebody you can learn something from, and you you not loving him because he ain't got on the right shoes or whatever, whatever. That's how they are dividing That's us. So true. Yeah. That's so true. We even became consumers. Like, yeah. <clears throat> one time I was at, uh, I drive a truck and mm-hmm. I went to go get my truck fixed at the main lot. So I was just sitting out there. I was talking to this guy. Uh, he was just in the shop. He had on overalls. I think might have been some beat up New Balance. Mm-hmm. But we just got to talk. You know, I talked to everybody. I treat the janitor with the same respect as the CEO. Faxies. So we talked about 30 minutes. And then when we finished talking, I was like, man, what's your name, bro? He was like, my name is uh, so and so, so and so. Come to find out, he's the owner of the company. So, like you're saying, like yes. we be looking at things, we be looking at materials, and we try to label people by materials. But people that's like really wealthy and they well off, they don't really care about. I mean, they care about having a nice house. You know what I mean? Of course, like, they gonna get them a car too that they can afford. But it's like we be live, we be living beyond our means. Mm-hmm. We be so into the consumerism that. That's all we get. That's all we focus on. And then we end up spending our whole life trying to pay off those materials. Oh, my God. Right. You a slave to those materials now. <laughs> yep. Man, that's unreal. I totally agree. Well, what? But I still want to uh, ask Mr. Don some questions because I know I don't want to take up too much of your time. He has a beautiful family that he has to get to. Okay. My sister said gender. Uh, and I, I feel the same way, Whitney, because I, I feel like, you know, they, they made so many songs and it really goes towards media. They made so yeah. many songs that made us be independent, all this and all that. And then, boom, we got welfare, food stamps that only goes to women. It don't more so focus on the men, you know what I'm saying? Child support, all that. It's, it's a lot of stuff for women that's making us more like, ah we run this like you know what i'm saying right what do you think about that that was all i think that was all intentional too uh Mm -hmm. they took i forgot what year it was but it was a point to where women couldn't get uh like food stamps or section eight if a man was in the house exactly they're looking at like if a man in the house they're supposed to be able to provide it which the man wasn't provided all those type of things usually because men don't have physical custody Mm. Uh, physical guardianship of the children. Right. And a lot of that stuff you get when you have children. Amen. So I think it was all intentional. I agree. They set it up to where they they got us out the house. And then when you got generations on generations of men out in the house, you know, they kind of threw a lot of things off. And then another thing was the war, the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. That messed up a lot of men too. A lot of men came back with a lot of different mental conditions and mm. They done gave their life to this war. Then they come back home and they can't even get a job, even though they got skills. You know? Right, right. So I think it's, a, it's been a lot of barriers that done kept us separated as well. Yeah, I agree with that. Definitely. I didn't even think about the, the, the war and a lot of PTSD and a lot of stuff that wasn't even handled. Like we didn't even have the proper people to talk to. We didn't have therapy, anything like that. We just went, sent these men home and they just self-medicated. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're taking it out on the kids. They're taking it out on their wives. That's a, a generational curse right there, being formed. Right. So, yeah, I didn't even think about that one. That was a good one, Don. Let me see who else uh, said anything. Okay, we'll just move forward to the next question. So, how do you think the division between our genders initiated? We kind of already answered that. 
Yeah. Well, how do you? And I also I put it. I throw in that slavery too. Oh, that was the main one, you know, because they pinned the old against the young. They made us watch our mothers be raped. You know what I'm saying? They castrated our dads. Right. They killed babies after they was born and fed them to alligators. Like they did so much fucked up stuff. Like I don't even. I can't even imagine when I read our history and I see what happened. It's like that was that was a very gruesome time. Gruesome time. Right. Right. I think that was a. I think slavery was the, the initiation. No, I'm pretty sure it came before that because you know everything comes from within, and we had to do something in order for us to be at that state where we can be compromised. But I don't know, so I ain't gonna speak on that, and I don't know. But right. I do know a slavery messed us up. I agree, and we oh, still like, have that mentality. It's like we're still kind of it's it's not being like, of course, voiced or broadcasted, but it's still like in our head because our ancestors were going through that so they were they were only teaching us what they were taught and so now it's right. like a mentality and it's 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 going back to that willie lynch thing on how you know he used to have the house niggas and the, the field niggas so now we got to be divided now the house niggas get more stuff than us so we don't like them and that same thing goes for us now like the people that are i guess more well off the black people that are more well off we kind of envy them and which i don't i don't yeah. i'm trying to be up there with them but it's like the people that are beneath them they, they kind of envy them and they want to fight and get upset when you have that ability to get up there it's it's just a mentality right. it's a mental state that that's holding us back so i definitely agree with you on that one well yep. how did classes classes oh man come on now they stay putting us in classes. And, and honestly, that's another men mental state. We can get out of that classism if you just think highly of yourself. Man, yeah. I, I mean, it ain't no, I mean, I ain't trying to say like fake it till you make it, but I be trying to really speak that stuff into existence. Like I already say I'm Oprah daughter. I'm, I'm in Oprah wheel. I'm going to speak that into existence. I'm going to get next to her. I'm going to be next to her one day. You feel me? And it, it may not happen today, but dang it, I'm going to just me thinking that gonna make me drive to do it you know what i'm saying it's gonna give right. me that drive to want to do it so it's definitely a mental yep. state how do you feel like this division is affecting the generation that's coming up i think they're getting the worst part of their life <laughs> amen they got social media so everything they do is broadcast like they don't really have a chance to make a whole lot of mistakes right and like you know what i'm saying people don't even know the mistake so I think, you know, when you mix in racism and the problems that we got with that, it's kind of like putting them in the mindset. They don't even care about this stuff. They trying to get their money. They trying to get what they want, whatever it is that they want individually. That's what they trying to get because they ain't seen us come together. They didn't see our grandparents really come together. They didn't see their parents come together. They seen everybody drop the ball and it's like, we be looking at them to be the chain. They like, nah, y'all still 25, 30. Like y'all the ones supposed to be I think everybody's just keep trying to pass the book off to the next generation. And it's really crazy. I think our, gener our younger generation, they getting the worst part of the uh, separations that we have with race and gender. Even like speaking on gender, like, I think they seen their parents. Uh, they see like we talk about the divorce rate in the black community being 80%. I feel like they, they see that. They feel that. So it's like a lot of them probably not even kind of like our generation, the 25 and up, 25 to 35. A lot of people not even really looking for marriage. And then when you are, you know, it's kind of when you're older, we want to be established first. We want to be established financially. 
Right. It's kind of like love is like the last thing that we really look for or stability because we kind of think we can do it all on our own. Man. We came up in this I society. Everything is about I self and we forgot yeah. about the root. You preaching like, to me right now, Doug. Like you are preaching to me because I'm I'm that way. Like I feel like I could just do it on my own. I get married whenever God sent me that man. But right now I gotta do it on my own. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's definitely not how it should be. Cause like I know my kids need that male figure. And sometimes I'm just a little beast. I'm just a little beastie out here. Like I don't even be <laughs> I don't even be wanting that energy. Like, I want a certain type of energy in my home around my kids. You know what I mean? As you should. Yeah. Yeah, because we got to step up, too. Like, y'all women ain't going to just follow any type of thing. Like, we got to be right with God. And we got to. We got to be following God's laws in order for a woman to want to follow us. You know what I'm saying? It's hard for people to follow anyway, so. The same way men be wanting women to follow them, but it's like you ain't righteous. You ain't living by no laws. How she gonna follow you when you didn't even you you didn't take the step first to follow? So it's like, yeah, I mean, what you going through is what a lot of women and men going through. People not coming together because people just ain't doing right. So it's just finding your tribe, finding your tribe, finding some right people out there though. It is, and I pray, I pray that God holds me into those people because I, I was in in the dark place. I was in the dark place with the dark people. I'm ready to be in the light. You know what I'm saying? I want, and I want everybody to be in the light. I feel like we, because that light is in us. It's in right. us. It's just like your mind is literally turning that light off. Whatever you think in your mind is turning your light off. And so I, I literally had to revamp my mindset. Everything that I learned when I was younger. I had to kind of revamp it, you know, just certain things, certain things I did keep, but it's certain things that were toxic and that I saw, you know what I mean? And I started repeating those behaviors unsubconsciously. I didn't even notice that I was repeating those behaviors until I had to wake up and see, wait a minute, this ain't right. This energy don't feel right. It, it don't right. feel like God, you know what I mean? So that you just spoke to me all day on that one. <laughs> you read me, honey. <laughs> I love that. I mean, but that's pretty much uh, all the questions that I have for you. And I see some comments here. Uh, okay, Miss LaShonda, who is my follower. I love you, Shonda girl. Thank you so much. She said that she does agree with you. Um, I guess on the, uh, the divided by slavery thing. So, yeah, I, and I'm telling you, like, most of us are really trying to just find ourselves, let alone we ain't trying to help nobody find nation. That should already been done before you came over here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, right. I, I do want to, I love to cultivate men. I love to cultivate women. I'm going to speak life into you, but you have to be the one to believe that. You know what I'm saying? So that's right. That's definitely a hard thing that I've been trying to uh, put into people. And once that actually happens, if everybody starts loving themselves, we'll be good. I, I feel like it really starts with just the self love. You don't even have to be a religious person. You don't really even have to be a religious person, but I need for you to love yourself. I need for you to respect yourself. Otherwise, you can be out here just doing anything. Doing whatever. No yeah. direction. Yeah. yeah. Falling for people's stuff. Um, but definitely, thank you so much for bringing your perspective. Man, it was dope. Like, I, I definitely appreciate you for bringing the male perspective in, for reading the boss queen, and then <laughs> and, and literally calling out all the points that we needed because you're right. We need more righteous men like you because that's going to cultivate our foundation, going to cultivate our youth. It, it, it starts with us being together. So, man, yeah. you're lucky. Your, your, your wife is a lucky woman. Definitely, you got your kids are lucky to have a father like you. 
keep on shining, yeah. brother. Please keep on shining. I appreciate shining. it. Hey, I appreciate you for having me on here. It's really been a pleasure. I enjoyed the conversation. I like the light that you're putting off. You're putting off a great light. I'm definitely going to be following you from now on. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, and I can have you back on whenever I got another need a male perspective. For sure. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, love. Thank you so much. All right. Much love. Peace and blessings. Thank you. Peace and blessings to you, too. And we about to get my girl Kia Slater on in here. She just left out. I don't know why you left. <laughs> but, damn, that was so riveting. He even called out the mouse queen. Like, that's something that we do, ladies. We do kind of have that beastie mentality. You know what I'm saying? To where we don't we don't want that certain type of energy in our home. And <laughs> that's the mouse queen all day, baby. You ain't finna come in my house, and you ain't right with God. But let's get my girl, Kia Pooh. Mind your business segment where it's my business to mind your business. Holla. And you know we are Okay, okay. Ah, okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, so my queen is here, y'all. This is Miss Kia Pooh. Well, Tilgia Slater, aka Kia Pooh Studios. Exactly. Let's, let's see the shirt, sis. I can't see it, but that's fine. <laughs> there we go. Yes, Kim Studios. So yes, she is definitely uh, the bomb shirt maker, the bomb anything maker. She can make a whole outfit from scratch seats. Do you understand? Scratch seats. Know that. So um, tell us about you and your platforms, and and where can people find you, Miss Kia? Okay, so most importantly, I have a like page. Um, I have dropped it in the comments already. It definitely reiterates by Kim Slater. Shop Kimpoo Studios. So if you go to the comments section, click Kimpoo Studios, and you can just kind of have your way with that timeline of all the good things that I did. I love constructive criticism. I like, you know, inspiration. I like ideas. So feel free. To get on there and look at all the things I've done. My name is also Kibble Studios on Instagram and YouTube. So I love it. Here we go. I love it, sis. Thank you so much. And definitely, y'all, she's a talent. I've been knowing this woman well over 15, 16 years. Well over. Always had a light. You know what I'm saying? We we have our haters here and there, but this is one woman that I can tell you. She's had a, a lot of haters, okay? Yes, my motivators. I need every hater that is in attendance. But her talent will never be, ever be shunned down, ever. Talent will always outweigh that hate. You understand? Always. And she kept it moving, baby. Kept it pushing, made five. Hey, I am. Moving. Yes. Five beautiful children who I love. Thank you. And they love you back because they said, And it's. Okay, and, and that's why we're here. We want to cultivate our generation, right, sis? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, facts, Well, um, what inspired you to start a business, though? What inspired you? Um, I was trying to break generational curses of feeling like I need to work for somebody. I said, there got to be something that I like to do that I enjoy doing that I don't mind putting my all into the same way I don't mind getting up, going to clock in and work with somebody. There got to be something I can do for myself right. that can bring home the bacon, if not just as much. I didn't like the whole fixed income thing and no matter how hard I work, it was just only enough to pay the bills. I kind of yeah. want to spend and pay the bills and do everything and 
you know, just working a job just wasn't enough. And something right. I truly enjoyed was sewing. So being creative, being an artist, you know, I'm a cancer, so that's what we do. That's what we do. This is what we do. <laughs> yes, and I, I you remember uh, when we were in Nashville, you had the, uh, we went to IEDT together, IEDT Nashville, which is closed down. So, like, how inspired were you there? Like, did you feel like you were flourishing in your life? Yes, I felt like starting as a child and realizing, ooh, I had a need for one the needle and thread to actually help have my mama find a school where they had sewing machines and they had extra one-way shows as you know as projects and stuff i was like yes finally like everything like that i ever dreamed of as a little girl is like right here in front of me and like learning it each day and actually each session and each class and creating something new it just empowered me that yes i can do all things okay I mean, 
T-shirt business is picking up. My shot glasses. Everything is gradually picking up in this time. But most popular that I have strangers hitting me up is um, repairing something. Quilts, pants, jackets. Just quicker fixer upper things. And it's my favorite because that's what I enjoy doing overall. Mindy. Yeah, I do have a dress I want you to make it to a hoochie mama. Okay. No, just bring it. <laughs> bring it to me. Open arms. <laughs> I'm trying to be a hoochie this week, this this month, since yeah. my kids are around. So if you see me outside being a hoochie, mind your business. I'm still celibate, period. So okay, we're not we're not confronting those hoochie daddy shorts, so <laughs> we're not confirming the hoochie daddy shorts, guys. I don't know who thought of that, but stop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, how do you feel about the gender roles in corporate America? I feel like it's too many genders out there. Honestly. <laughs> um, I hate to say it. Please forgive me, LGBT community. <laughs>
to pants. This is like a whole modern day and age that we have to tell him if you're going to be the supervisor, you can't wear wigs, sir. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, everything is shined upon in this new generation where it's just like, we got to take it as it is. And they feel like only men can do these jobs. And if you, God forbid, you step above man and think you a part of the plan because, baby, they going to knock you down so bad, make it seem yeah. like everything you're doing is just a flaw. They find the flaw in everything first and foremost. That they do. And it's just like, oh, shame on you doing something wrong. But hey, we're gonna sweep that under the rug if he did something wrong. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And th- and that does happen. So yeah, it, it's still kind of seeming like the men have the, the superiority still. Mm-hmm. We're just still climbing. We're just still climbing. Trying to get our but in reality, is we just really need to come together. We just really need to come together.
you know, everything don't need to be spoken on, everything don't need to be said. And I was just like, yeah, that was your generation back in the day. My generation was the resume that I created saying that if I don't know, I mean, if I don't tell them, they won't know. And I don't care for us to twice about whether or not something hurting my mother freaking. (laughs) They don't give a damn about mine. Okay, so the first chance that they got. Because I was so blunt and outspoken and I did my job. I got all kinds of kudos and brilliancies had never been wrote up. But the first chance them people got because I was myself and I had a voice and I knew how to use my voice. Baby, they gave me boot niggas still. So they paid good unemployment compensation. Thanks. But like I said, me being my pigmentation and actually being vocal and not trying to just, hey, can we just talk and you just kind of like be here because we don't want to be like discriminating because everybody's <laughs> <laughs> you know it was one of those so the first chance they got baby I was I don't know yeah I bet you it was just that one little weak ass call or something like that and, no, and, it was, and it is unfortunate that it was a mixture of me working with the sibling and being a protective big sibling and instead of them just writing me up for it, they terminated me immediately because again my voice um intimidated others and because others were intimidated they immediately gave me the boot it was just like uh we already intimidated and if others feel like that by popular demand baby without a write-up or a point you gotta go and again they played the blessed employment and compensation they paid the best amount but because it was unreal you know what i'm saying for not even giving me a chance or a write-up or just going off here say and it just goes to show how bad they did not want me in a leadership how good i was how many good calls i got how many times blue Curse said give me a raise it didn't matter to them it was no she's too vocal people are intimidated by the way she walks and she carries herself we cannot have that in here where they're not even but she, she can come in and breathe fresh air and that's kind of how white women get you know, promote it over us because they know when to shout out how loud. They know when to shout out. Becky's gonna be quiet, but Becky's also gonna tell too. Yeah, yeah, and and I feel like that we don't need to be quiet because we know what to say and when to say. We know when to turn that ghetto off. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. We're not, we know how to be professional and tell you in a professional way. Hey, this is not how it's supposed to be done. This is how it's supposed to be exactly. done. Some people don't like to be corrected by black. Exactly. People. Exactly, because the man was her coming from the streets trying to tell me. <laughs> didn't you grow up in the projects? <laughs> I didn't know they told me. This is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, though. I'm definitely. But either way, that's that's basically God, because you're supposed to be doing something so much better. Exactly. That's why he got me out of that environment. He said, what have you said you always wanted to do? Okay. Mm-hmm. This isn't meant for you. This is temporary. This taught you how to deal with people that are going to be irate. Like, I put you here for a season, not for you to be walking around saying, I've worked 10 years here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to retire from this bullshit. I have a wristband. Do you have a wristband? (laughs) They gave me a watch. No, baby. You got way more accolades. Like, I see you dressing up the superstars. You understand me? That's what's Thank you. Thank you. 
you. And so with that being said, guys, you know, I told the fellas I got something for y'all. So we do have the fellas shirts. We've reached the end, guys. So um, I had to cut off a few segments because I, I knew that this was going to be long. But I thank y'all so much for tuning in. We um, we started season two. And like I said, um, I'm going to always wish abundance into everybody's life. And I want to say my money melody. Just so everyone can know and have that mindset that you are capable of getting money. You're capable of abundance. You're capable of increase, baby. Just starts with your mind. So it goes a little something like this. Money flows to me easily. I'll never be broke another day. Money flows to me easily. Check it. Money flows. Money come. Money go. Money jingle. Money fold. I know you got a bank. Roll, check me out. He trying to fly me out. I gotta get this money. I'ma stay at the house. Oh, Mike Checker, check one two. If you got a bag, holler hell yeah I do. Hey, Mike Checker, one two three. If you got a bag, go ahead give it to the queen. Oh, cause money flows to me easily. I'll never be broke another day. Money flows to me easily. Yes! So y'all <laughs> all right, so yeah, that's the end, guys. So you know I gotta leave y'all with my fire theme song. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. I love y'all so much. Y'all stay supporting me, man. Y'all the best. But you already know I need for y'all to get y'all life. Oh so we all can be out here winning. Hey,